I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So, help me, God. Thank you so much for listening into the Conscious Awareness and Mind Growth Academy. It is another episode of your blessing. Get ready, get ready to learn some, teach one, and share with. Oh, I'm your host, Gardner, alongside Lulu today. We are we So when you look at the world today, you'll realize that man's deepest desire is to find Christ. But the question is, where is he? Where is Christ? How can we find him? And how can we put him to the fullest of our abilities to use? It is the same essence as to why you see so many people hopping and jumping from one church to another, from pastor to a pastor, from place to place, from a man of God to man of God, because people are searching, are searching for the Christ. Uh, a story is told long time ago about uh, the divinity in man. It, it tells that uh, God gave us the divinity and uh, out of man's misuse, he used it for different reasons and selfish interests. So God decided to take back the divinity to himself and he called a council of, uh, of other angels and other uh, councilmen around that are around him and asked them where they could hide the divinity they came up with so many suggestions and ideas some decided that it should be hid in the skies but just imagine if it was put in the sky today we have men that have gone to the moon and back and the other day i was watching uh, um, richard bradson also with virgin air who went to the moon so probably it would have been found Others suggested that uh, it should be hidden in the water, in the deep waters. But man has discovered and uh, established submarines that could dip into the waters, so it would be found. Others suggested that it should be hidden in the ground. But we have had man today dig up the ground searching for minerals. We have seen miles that mines that go for thousands of kilometers. So probably it would be found. So God decided and zeroed in that it should be hidden somewhere where man cannot find. And he decided to put it within man. And when you look at it today, we are searching all around, but there's one place we have failed to search. That is within ourselves. We are blaming everything around us, but there's one place we have failed to, to blame, our own self. So it is within you that it is hidden and that is why it has become so hard for man to find it and those that have found it just like Jesus that was the message of his teaching he alluded to it when the Pharisees came to him and they were asking master where is the kingdom of heaven because they had heard him preach and talk about the kingdom of heaven is like and they were so perplexed they were very perturbed they were so imaginative they wanted to know how the kingdom of heaven looked like. So Jesus responded to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is not something that somebody will bring to you and say, here it is. Or somebody will come to you and, and show you that there it is. Or tell you that it will come on such a day. 
He told them the kingdom of heaven is within them. Therefore, it ceases not to be a geographical location, but an attitude of being, an attitude of oneness, an attitude of unity with the creator that is within Therefore, before you even think about awakening the Christ, you need to first acknowledge where he is. If the text of the Bible tells us that our God is one, out of the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but it tells us, which is the first confession in the Bible, that all Israel, our Lord God, is one. So if the kingdom is within, and Christ is, and God and the Spirit are one. That means He dwells within us. So we need to first start searching from within, not without. The problem we are facing today is that uh, theologians and religion have told us that uh, when we are reading the Bible, we have made it to appear as stories that have happened somewhere, that have happened long time ago. Yet, the script or the Bible is a book that is unfolding. It shows your consciousness of being, how you have to awaken as Christ yourself. They're not just stories, stories. They are a consciousness of being that is talking about you, talking about your awakening to become Christ himself. Matter of fact, acknowledging Christ is just like a farmer who acknowledges the seed and knows where he planted it, and in due season, he accepts to reap. You know, in my free time, I love to enjoy uh, reading. And one of the things I've read and I've appreciated is the discipline of the military, of the Navy. You know, you find it is the most uh, respectable entity in our organizations or in our governments, taking orders and following the law as it is. In fact, they say, in war, once a person fails to follow orders, the probability is 90% for him to die or death. So, their army follows orders to an extent that if they are asked to shoot their own battalion, they can do it. No questioning, because they respect the law, they respect orders. But how often have we respected that in return? Let's look at our ordinary civilians, you know. It is the same thing, you know. Life follows laws. Life is just an experiment. So from other experiment, we have a manual, which is our Bible, the book of principles. And no one, no one can succeed without following the law, without following the principles. And I want you to keep in mind that laws are not there to deter you from becoming, but they are there to help you fulfill that that you're supposed to be. There are two things that cannot be separated, law and fulfillment. For you to have your fulfillment, you need to follow the law. Let's use an analogy of a, a railway line. A railway line is useless without the railway wagon, and a railway wagon is useless without a railway line. So the railway wagon or the railway to function at its best, it has to follow the railway line. And the Leary line is not there to deter the Leary wagon from moving. It's not there to pervert it from moving. It's not there to, to, uh, to stop it from moving. But it is there to enable it to move and arrive at its intended destination as planned. Therefore, the two 
have to work in hand just like how um, a car needs the command of the driver for it to move therefore Christ is your consciousness of being and is characterized by love it's characterized by joy his understanding he's characterized by wisdom when you open for love head goes through the door therefore therefore when we know that Christ is our consciousness of being he's within us and enabling us to fulfill that that we are intended or created to do then we come to realize that we are built with his character of love and joy of understanding and wisdom and when we allow Christ when we acknowledge him when we acknowledge his presence within us that means we are fully of love and when you allow love to get into that means hate gets out because hate and love or love and fear cannot be in the same cup one has to die now when you give life to love hate disappears fear disappears a story is told in Luke 8:22 to 24 about Jesus moving with disciples on the lake of Galilee so when they were in the boat suddenly he fell asleep and when asleep wind came onto there were these wavelength now their disciples were so disappointed they were so scared they were so frustrated now they had to awaken Christ and show him what was taking place now when he got up he first thing asked them why they had little faith and he looked out and commanded the sea to be still and be at peace he did this because he was at peace with himself he did this because he was conscious aware of his being and when we talk about this story we are often told as if it's a story that happened to the disciples but this story is talking about you we are all into this vessel this ship and the winds are those challenges the problems they are those adversities that we are facing and whenever we are facing challenges problem adversities we are out seeking for answers and who has the answer Christ who is your consciousness of being he says come to me all of you who are tired and heavy laden i'll give you rest that means he's the answer to all that we desire to do beyond hard and he who understands this principle does not fear at all because when fear knocks at the door faith opens that means fear disappears the journey is always won and lost in the mind first you know i love exercising and often in time people are asking me why why am i exercising because i'm not that fat i'm not that chubby but uh, i normally tell people that uh, i do not exercise for the body i exercise for the mind because once the mind is peaceful once the mind is healthy the body has no reasons to worry because the body always finds or always follows where the mind goes so if you have a healthy mind definitely have a healthy body you cannot have a healthy mind and a sick body it can't happen because the mind is the commander in chief and that is your Christ consciousness so whatever you feed your mind you become so whatever you channel your energy to you become you manifest this explains why you need to be conscious about whatever you do because your consciousness manifests to be you to become what your consciousness about 
In this story, we are told that Jesus went with his disciples. And who are the disciples? The disciples are their mind faculties. They are the faculties of your mind that you're supposed to control. Then Jesus is your consciousness of being that takes control of the size, that takes control of the mind faculties that is within you. The problem the disciples had was that they allowed their consciousness to fall asleep. That means whenever you allow your consciousness to fall asleep, it faces challenges, it faces obstacles, it faces adversities. And this is symbolized by the waves, by the winds that happened then. And the boat is the life we are all traveling in. And the water is your mind. Your mind, you need to control your mind. You have the power to either feed positivity or negativity. What is very fascinating is that the Bible tells you how to get into trouble and how to get out of trouble. And getting out of trouble is being aware. Your awareness of being, your consciousness of being, your awakened state. That is why the disciples had to awaken Christ, awaken their consciousness so that he can command that that is without. We often tell you that your mind needs taming, which is the lake. And once you tame it, then you allow it to be peaceful. You allow divine wisdom, divine ideas to rise and to the surface, bringing peace and serenity. Serenity comes in after fear, terror, inadequacy has been blocked out. So you're stopping you from progressing forward. And all these things are the things that are stopping you from movement, forward movement of life. And the solution is awakening the Savior, awakening your consciousness. Who knows whole answers? You only awaken your consciousness based on truth, based on peace, based on love, because he knows we are perfect and therefore you are supposed to be perfect just as your father is perfect. All you pray, you already have which is the form, which is the substance, which is the idea, the desire that is within you, trapped in the spiritual realm, awaiting for you to manifest in the physical. At the beginning, Peter understood this fact. He knew that he doesn't need prayer. He doesn't need external motivation for him to be able to walk on water. All he needed was to focus on Christ. All he needed was to become in unity with Christ and he managed to walk on water. But later on, he, he was separated. He had doubt. He removed his concentration and, and, and focus from Christ, from his consciousness and then fear entered through the door and all the emotions and challenges came upon him and he started sinking. So separation is caused by false belief which false beliefs lead to sinking and sinking means you all these adversities come and wash you away matter of fact your role is to focus your attention onto christ consciousness and let him lead you through we know the story when uh, jesus was uh, when he took his disciples john james and peter up to the mountain to transfigure in their presence he did not keep in the valley neither did he walk behind them he walked in front as they kept their attention onto him so the calling is 
Keep your focus, keep your eyes entuned in unity, in oneness with Christ and allow him to direct you because once he directs you, he takes you to where the green pastures are. He is the good shepherd. He is the peace of peace. He is the light of the world. So allow that light, allow the shepherd, allow the peace, allow light, the love. Be the controller to direct you to your destination. But all this does not happen without it happens within you because Christ is within you. And as Christians, our role is to test the principle and in testing, we will realize its truth. So as I conclude, I want to leave you three principles on how you can awaken your consciousness in you. How can you awaken the Christ in you? One, you need to be filled with love, peace and fulfillment. Remember, God is love. No matter our adversities, no matter our rebellious attitudes, he has never forsaken or left us. Why? Because he is love. So we need to emulate that character because we are created in his image and likeliness and be loving, not searching for love. Be loving because you are love as well. The second is you need to lift up your eyes onto the hills. That is where your health comes from. That is where your life comes from. That is where your love comes from. That's where your being comes from. Let us be like John James and Peter who allowed Christ to lead them. And they focused on him until he transfigured in their presence. So when you lift up your eyes onto Christ, you remain attached, you remain in oneness, you remain in unity. That is why Jesus told us that we need to carry our cross. Carrying your cross means vertical movement. And that is the level of awareness, the level of consciousness of your being. The third, you need to be still and know that God is. And God is within you. You are the temple and that's where he dwells. And being still means allowing and acknowledging his presence within you. And listening to what he's telling you other than what you're telling him. Often in time we go into prayer trying to ask, trying to inform, trying to, to tell God to do this and that. He already knows. All you need to do is to be still and listen to the still voice and listen to what he's communicating. It is out of those ideas, of out of that intuition, out of that gut feeling as you call it, that you're able to awaken him, awaken Christ to help you be what you have to be. Remember, no matter what, love is the greatest. My calling to you is you need to suffocate the spirit of fear, ignite the spirit of love, ignite the spirit of peace, ignite the spirit of power and sound mind that is within you. You, you, you are highly blessed and highly favored. Thank you for listening into the Conscious Awareness and Mind Growth Akar. De me. If this episode has been a blessing to you, multiply your blessings and favor by sharing it with three of your best friends and watch out the power of the Trinity manifest through you in you right now.